I have no legs. I have no legs. <laughs> Do you guys know what that's from? Um, kids. The movie Kids. Remember that? Did, anybody, did anybody see that movie? The guy in the subway? I have no legs. I have no legs. I don't even know what that guy was doing in there. Why was that part of the movie? I think he was just there. And they were like, it was some student film. So they're like, get a camera on that guy. Use it. But man, like 20 years later, I remember that dude. That homeless dude. I mean, he's for sure dead now. For sure. Hello, everybody. Welcome to Ari Shafir's Skeptic Tank. I'm the host of Ari Shafir's Skeptic Tank, and my name is Ari Shafir. That's why they made me the host. It was a perfect matchup. They said, hey, Ari, we have a uh, branding opportunity for you. I think it's, uh, I think you're not going to find anything more suited to you than Ari Shafir's Skeptic Tank. On today's episode, Jeff Ross, the Roastmaster, is on. Um, weird episode. We, so I was going to talk to him about deli, about delis. He, uh, he's a Jew. You know those filthy Jews? We should have done this from like uh, this Turkish baths or something. A schwitz. Or from a deli itself. But then he'd be shoving his fucking fat face full of pastrami. He wouldn't get anything. Ooh, maybe I'll go to Harry and Ida's right now. I'm about to leave. I'm about to leave America for the next seven weeks. Here's my schedule. Montreal, this week. I'll be at, uh, I'll be at uh, Catacombs on Tuesday night at 10.30. And then I have This Is Not Happening shows at midnight or let's say 11.59. Every night, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, and Saturday. No show Friday. Because Friday I'll be going to the roast battle. I'm not judging because I'm not big enough. I don't have a big enough name. Even though I was there from the start, from fucking day one, I was been hyping that goddamn show to everybody who would listen. But whatever, they're getting big stars. Jimmy Kimmel's judging, so what can you do? He's way bigger than me. Um, I swear if I get there and some fucking mid-level person is judging in front of me, I'm going to be very upset. But I don't think that's going to happen. I think they're getting like Seth Rogen types to do it. Um, anyway, so that'll be fun. So Montreal... Come to my hour at Catacombs. Come to this not happening at Cafe Cleopatra. Um, and then from there, I go Dublin. I'm there August 3rd. It's on my website. Everything's on my website, AriTheGreat.com. And then from Dublin, I go to Scotland, to Edinburgh, to the Edinburgh Fringe Festival, August 4th through the 26th, 8th, something like that. Um, let's just check then. It's an easy way to figure it out. 28th. Wow, it's a long month. Uh, I'll be at the Hive every night at 6.30. Every single night. You want a night off, Ari, they said? No, I said. Well, I was like, I didn't think about it until it was too late, until the schedule already came out. Um, then London. September 2nd, 3rd. Oslo, Norway. September 5th. Reykjavik, Iceland. September 7th. Bergen, Norway. September 9th. Stockholm, Sweden, September 11th, and then back home for Tampa, Florida, at somewhere I'm in Tampa, Florida, where am I, where am I going? Mm, doesn't say the club, oh, that's great, side splitters, the improv, one of those, 15th through the 17th, and then Zany Chicago, all right, 
then I'm back. But that's already that's my whole. So I made a deal with my friend Paul Morrissey. This was uh, years and years ago, four years ago, let's say. And the deal was, I'm going to go to two new countries a year, every year, no matter what. Two new countries. You know, see the world, man. Fucking see the world. So this year, Dublin, Iceland, Norway. I've already been to Scotland. And people don't count that as another country besides the UK. It's another country. Um, yeah, so I got three. Boom, boom, boom. Um, anyway, um, what should I tell you guys about? So, oh, so me and Jeff... Uh, we met at Washington Square Park. Um, he'd always resisted doing podcasts, but I was like, let's not do a podcast about our careers. Like everything you've been interviewed. I know he gets interviewed to death about roasting. Interviewed to death. That's all anybody wants to ask him about roasting in the Friars Club. So I was like, let's do some fucking Jew-related shit, you fucking kike heeb. Let's do something based on what Judaism... And what's better, what's better associated with Judaism than pastrami? Bagels, maybe. But so we sat and talked about uh, Delhi. I don't think he understood quite what we were doing in the interview, that it was just a conversation. Uh, so it dragged a little bit, but whatever. Still fun. Still fun. And speaking of food, this week's episode is sponsored by Blue Apron. If you go to blueapron.com slash skeptic tank, all one word, all lowercase, skeptic tank, um, you can get three free meals plus three free shipping when you sign up. Um, guys, I've been cooking shit. They've been making me some fucking great shit. They send you, okay, they send you all the ingredients you need, exact ingredients, like one zucchini, one pepper. Here, these are all the recipes I made. Let's see a good one. Let's see a good one. Spicy, spicy hoisin turkey meatballs. Spicy shrimp and, and pearl couscous. I made spicy shrimp and pearl couscous. They send you the shrimp. You gotta cook it within like four or five days. They send you the, a zucchini, some parsley, some couscous spice blend, a tablespoon of verhus rouge, and they tell you how to cook it. It's fun as shit, you guys. It really is good. It's just like good meal. Sweet chili chicken, that was good. And then they also have like, uh, they also have like um, pairings that you can get if you want, wine pairings. Oh, fried chicken and kale slaw. That was good. And then I learned how to make kale. I just made some today. Uh, pro tip for you guys. Don't use rotten kale that's been in your fridge for the last two and a half weeks. It's good, but not as good. Um, yeah, everything you want. Uh, blueapron.com slash skeptic tank. Sign up now. It's, it's actually a really cool fucking offer. It's a, it's a cool service. If you have a boyfriend or girlfriend, fucking get the meals for two. Just cook for yourselves. It's a fun thing. Watch Netflix while you do it. Talk. If you got a family, you can do it for like five. They make different size meals too. Whatever you want. So blueapron.com slash skeptic tank. Um, yeah, and enjoy. Enjoy. Tell me about your meals that you make. They're fun. It's like fun. I even bought a skillet. Alexis Guerrero's from the Pizza Podcast told me to buy a stain, uh, uh, um, stainless steel. No. Something steel skillet. Not stainless steel. What is it? What kind of skillet is it? Cast iron, cast iron skillet. Um, so anyway, 
Um, blueapron.com slash skeptic tech. I went to the beach this weekend. That was fun as fuck. Went to do with all my high school friends. By the way, did you know that Budweiser has renamed themselves for the summer America? They're not saying it's an American beer. They're saying they are now called America. We were laughing our asses off. It's the dumbest fucking... I mean, I get it if it was like right after 9-11. I get it if there was something we needed to tie ourselves together as a country, you know? Like if the cops said, we're going to stop shooting black people, and the Americans were like, no, we have to band together and keep it going. That's what we're, that's what we're, that's what we're founded on. Bad example, maybe. But um, there was nothing like that. It's just a marketing thing. And they said for the summer, it goes all the way to the election. For the, the, the election that more people don't give a fuck about than any election in the, in the history. More people say, I don't, it's like Hillary Clinton leads by 10 points. 39% approval rating to 29% approval rating. Nobody wants any of them. And Budweiser stepped in to save the day by calling themselves America. So we would go to the bar. Me and my friend John, JP, we would go to the bar and we would, uh, we would try to straight face to order in America. We'd be like, hey, uh, what, do, what, do, what do you guys want? Two, you have one? You, two, you want one, two? Wait, two? Three? Three? Okay. Yeah, can I get three Americas, please? The first bartender, he goes, he goes uh, like he heard it, but he didn't like hear, it didn't sink into his head. So he goes, okay. He starts to turn to get it, but then he realized he didn't quite hear what we said. You know? So he's like, okay. And then he turns back, what? I was like, America? Oh, you might know him as our formerly known name, uh, Budweiser. Maybe you have some old Budweiser stock, but they're America now. Istanbul was Constantinople now. It's Istanbul was Constantinople now. It's a long time gone. Um, just dumb. And then we had another bartender. We kept ordering America's. Two Miller Lights and uh, three, Bud- three America's, please. And then we started changing it to like, you know, when you feel free, when you live in this country, as free as Budweiser is, that's when you really understand the joy, the freedom of being able to go up and order in America. It's just stupid. And they had to like make new labels. They're all like land of the free, home of the brave on there and (laughs) from sea to shining sea, all that shit. Oh man. I love when marketing is like pointless enough that you can see right through it. It's, they didn't even change the colors or anything. Wasn't Budweiser? What, weren't they like Nazis or is that Coors? That might be Adolf Coors. Adolf. That, yeah. All right. Fair enough. Question answered. I brought up my Speedo in Dewey Beach. I like embarrassing my friends. The best way to do that is to uh, just to wear a Speedo under my swim trunks. Swim trunks. Um and then I pull them out when it gets hot enough, and it was hot. I just pull out these brightly, like, rainbow-colored Speedos. And my friend's like, Ari, come on. Come on. They're all older. They're all married. I'm the only one who's not married. I'm the only one who's not married. And they live through me. It's so weird. They're like, Ari, you're going to try to get laid this weekend? You're going you're to try to hit on girls? And it was like, no, man. I'm, I'm hanging out with all you guys. Why would I? I can hit on girls whenever I want. Why would this be the week? I see you guys for two days a year. Why would I? I think they want me to. I think maybe that's what it is. Where it's almost like, wait, do you want me to wingman for you guys? If you want me to wingman for you, that's fine. I'll do it. But otherwise, I'm, I'm just here to hang out with everybody. 
I, I, I'm not looking to get laid in fucking Dewey Beach. By the way, uh, the beach in movies, a lot more attractive than the beach in real life. I think Dewey, here's the problem. I think Dewey aged. I think when we were going there when we were 25, it was pretty cool, pretty fun, you know, getting drunk. I got a public ordinance ticket. Being this guy who's now like a naval officer, we pissed on a dumpster in Dewey Beach and a cop came by and gave us a ticket. I guess he was nice enough to let us split it. 114 bucks. We had to split it $77 each. No, that's not the right number. Um, maybe it was $144, whatever it was. And then some guy on a bike came by, like, public ordinance 247, as we were being, like, not arrested, but ticketed. Fucking dump, piss on a dumpster. I guess they got to, like, put a curb to that. People would piss everywhere. Um, but I think the same people who were going then, I think, are still going now. I think all those beach towns, they age with the people who discover it and don't change. So it was full of 25 to 30-year-olds then, and now it's full of like 37 to 48-year-olds. It's sort of sad. They have this cover band, Mama Seed Love Jump, who's been there for, they just celebrated their 25th anniversary. 25 years of playing all cover songs. Can you imagine a less creative way to make a living? than to just play other people's songs not as good as they play them. We didn't see them this year. We saw them last year. We saw some other people fucking playing. When, when, you, when I hear a song that's playing and I can't tell what song it is a third of the way into it, you need to rehearse a little more. Not feeling this intro, you guys. How do you like it so far? I'm going to try to keep going. I'll try to keep going. Anyway, um... We saw a lot of those cover bands. There's a specific type of beach rock. It's just shitty in the right way. I always say um, 311 is, is East Coast beach rock. I don't know where they're from, but the type of music they play is shitty East Coast beach rock music. It's like, it's sort of jammy, but that's the original. They're better than the cover bands for sure. 311 at least plays the original songs like that. They have like 10 albums. They at least play originals. Mama Seed Love Jump probably has like Eight original songs. And when they do play it, everyone stops dancing. We don't want to hear that. We don't want to hear that at all. What we want to hear is, Josie's on a vacation far away. Which, by the way, I just found out, is about some guy cheating on his wife. Josie's the wife. He's fucking maybe an underage girl. Josie's on a vacation far away. I'm going to look at the lyrics right now. Josie's on a vacation far away. Boom. Here it is. They gave me a, the outfield. They gave me an uh, iPad for... Um, Comedy Central gave me an iPad for birthday present, maybe? Or, or another season of this not happening? I think another season of this not happening. First of all, it doesn't have GPS, so I can't really use it to get around in other countries. But it's the same problem. I'm fucking lost on it all the time now. I gotta get rid of it. Maybe who wants to trade for a fucking Kindle? Joe's done a vacation far away. Come around and talk it over. So many things I want to say. You know, I like my girls a little bit older. So possibly an underage girl, as my friend Che told me. I just want to use your love tonight. I don't want to lose your love tonight. Keep in mind, he just wants to use her love tonight because Josie's not here. 
Josie's gone. Don't worry about Josie. Don't worry about Josie. She's on a vacation. Not no, not across the street. Not down. Not downtown. She's she's far away. Don't worry about Josie. She's gone. Look, I don't got many friends to talk to. When I'm in trouble, I got nowhere to run. And I'd do anything for you. So stay the night, but but keep it undercover. <laughs> stay the night, but keep it. That's a real lyric. I always thought it was about Josie, about his love for Josie. Try to stop my hands from shaking, but something in my mind's not making sense. It's been a while since we were left, since we're all alone. I can't hide the way I'm feeling. And you're leaving. Please, would you close the door? And don't forget what I told you. I think what he told you is keep it undercover. Just because you're right, that don't mean I'm wrong. Another shoulder to cry upon. I just want to use your love tonight. I don't want to lose your love tonight. The outfield. About fucking around on Josie. Anyway, the beach was fun as shit. Let's get to this episode. Um, <sighs> Jeff Ross met me. I'm supposed to edit this down because here's the deal. After I realized I was not going to get what I wanted out of Jeff Ross, we started walking around interviewing people, talking to them about their own favorite delis. We found a guy who was like some, knows some like Czechoslovakian deli. That was interesting. My favorite deli right now, my favorite pastrami in New York is Harry and Ida's on 12th and a it's so I might get it right now before I leave I'm leaving for seven weeks I might get it right now what time is it right now yeah maybe I'll get it right now it's so good it's like I don't want to overhype it but it's just good decent size they put some relish on there you know black people are now at the beach everything's changing all the stereotypes are changing there's black people at the beach and they're enjoying themselves. Some of them we saw making a video of this guy drowning in the in the water like he had never been on the beach before. <laughs> it was cute. It was so cute. Um, but man, I haven't gone. I, I guess I should go more. It's so much fun. We played Can Jam. We got two games, Can Jam and Spikeball. Spikeball is clearly a marketing ploy, not finished. It's in beta. It's an impossible game to play. It's a spike a ball down and make it bounce up in the air and then it's like flat volleyball. It's, it's impossible to play. You can't get a rally of more than three points. Uh, can Jam, though, I played at a Verzi's house for the first time or saw it there, and then we played on the beach. That is so much fun. You don't have to be athletic. It's just these cans. You throw a Frisbee, and you got to knock the Frisbee into the can or, or hit the can. You get a point if you knock it and it hits the can in the air. It has to all be in the air. So you go 50 feet away. You throw the Frisbee. And then your, your, the guy you're playing with, he smacks it down. So a point if you smack it and it hits the can. Two points if you don't touch it and it hits the can on its own. Like if you throw the frisbee perfectly and it hits the can. Just this rubbery plastic can. Three points if you get it, if you smack it down and get it into the top of the can. It's like a trash can. Uh, you can't grab it. You can only smack it. And then game's over if you just get it in the can on its own. And somebody did. Levner fucking got it in the can by himself. One shot. He said he was terrible. They ended up winning the tournament. Doesn't matter. You guys, let's start the episode. And oh, don't forget to watch Roast Battle. It's on, okay, here is it. July 28th through the 31st, 10 o'clock Eastern, 9 o'clock Central on Comedy Central. If you haven't been to Roast Battle in the belly room, it never gets better in the belly room. The belly room's where it's at. I've done one. I did one against Big J at, uh, at Gramercy or Webster Hall. 
and it was one of the more nervous times I've ever been on stage, and at least in a long time. But um, it doesn't match the belly room. It's kind of like um, John Fitch once said. He took a lot of heat for it, but he once said about uh, the UFC. He goes, uh, "Until you step under the lights of the octagon, with all those fans, you won't understand this." But he goes, "It's not because some people say a fight's a fight. Whoever your opponent is, that's who you're fighting." He goes, "It's different when you're in the UFC." It's just a more pressure. It's it's a bigger lights. It's a bigger stage, and people buckle under it. The belly room roast battle is where it's at. But they're doing a roast battle tournament in Montreal, and they're showing a road to the roast battle. They're showing it every night. Brenda Zisi is doing it. Miss Pat's doing it. Sam Morrill, Mark Norman, uh, Mike Lawrence, Ralphie May is doing it. Jimmy Carr, returning champion, is doing it. They're all battling it out. Earl Skakel. Should be great. Hinchcliffe is doing it. Anyway, 10 o'clock, July 28th through the 31st. And the final is live. The final is live on the 31st. I'll be watching Radiohead. Um, all right. Shall we start? Let's start. Ladies and gentlemen, Ari Shafir's kept to think. Episode 273, maybe. Um, maybe, right? Um, deli meat no lunch meat yeah lunch meat with Jeff Ross it starts now it's a short one you guys it's a short one so if there's periods of silence it's just because we're walking around looking for people to interview I'm supposed to interview I'm supposed to narrow this down or like edit it that's what Jeff said like you gotta edit it down but like Jeff you really just don't understand podcasts at all no one edits down shit man no one edits down shit it's way too much work so come with us to Union Square Park excuse me Washington Square Park and, um, you know, come. All right, let's just start. Beautiful day. An incredible day. Yeah. Dude, this summer, this city in the summer is one of the most magical places in the world. Uh, yes. <laughs> Sorry, I wasn't <laughs> posing the question, but. <laughs> no, I, I, I concur. Yeah. It's magical. When this fountain's on, too, Washington Square Park. You know what I do? I've done this three times in the last month, Ari. I, at six in the morning. What do you do at six in the morning? I either walk through the park. Or I get a city bike and I ride through the park as the sun comes up and there's no one in here. And it's just squirrels and birds. Really? And it's just incredible. You really see everything and hear, hear everything, how beautiful New York is. Are the junkies is. out? A couple here and there, but it's not so bad, you know? They, it's kind of when they get up. Yeah. Because the park's closed. You know, they're not allowed to be. No one's allowed in here until sunrise. I know. I always walk through. If I'm coming from that corner to the cellar. I just like hop the fence and go through. I got hassled pretty bad about it. Really? Two weeks ago. By cops? I was cutting through at 1 a.m. and cops kind of came out of nowhere and were like, where's your ID? 35 minutes later, they let me off with a warning. But really? it was really pain in the ass. And I've been cutting through this park forever. It's my backyard, you know? I'm, I get why they're like shut it down just because of the drug stuff, I guess, or they can't police it. 
Why well, do they shut it down? I don't it's a know. Beautiful park, and it, it was people making out everywhere. It was hundred people in the park, but they just decided to stop the guy who didn't have a kid or a date or a bike. You know, like I was just by myself cutting through. Oh, which is wrong because everybody was just sitting around smoking, drinking, and dancing. And I'm go- I was going to work. <laughs> I don't know. Cops I love seeing people make out here. <laughs> Cops can be jerks sometimes. <laughs> yeah, good, good point. <laughs> Yeah, I love watching people make out. I love watching that fountain as people are sitting all the way around it and making out. Yeah. There's no sense of like personal space here. Uh, so there's no corners to go into to, to kiss. There are. I know a guy, I have a buddy who who always takes his dates here at night and they just, it's not so crowded at, at, at night. And then one time I was walking by and in that jungle gym, that kid's jungle gym, yeah. I once saw a Hasidic Jew and his... Uh, african-american girlfriend trying to climb over the fence because they got locked in and not really? realizing it yeah wow people sneak in here to do all sorts of when i was a kid i used to have to come here to buy pot and really te- when i was in high school i'd Where'd drive you- in from new jersey late at night and even in the rain at midnight i'd have to pretend to play chess for 20 minutes until somebody came over <laughs> until somebody approached you <laughs> and then they'd sell me oregano and i would mix that with more oregano and sell it to my friends <laughs> it really is shit weed here <laughs> I bought it here once because I was out you know and yeah. I'm used to LA we can just like oh I don't have any but I'll just stop I'll just stop and get some yeah and man so I was like alright I'll just get enough for a joint and this guy gave me a pack he's like smell this and I smelled it and then he switched it on me I could see him switch it behind his back but I'm like hey man what you what you let me smell did not smell good like you're switching it for, I was already wasn't interested in buying it's so ridiculous yeah I, I've had some good times in this park me and Dave Chappelle used to sit and watch Charlie Barnett perform in the park, and then Dave would perform. Really? Where would he perform? I heard about that. Right guy. in the fountain, when the fountain wasn't on. What? Just like where those, uh, where those like gymnastics guys do it? Yeah, or he would just start his own show and on a pillar on one of these benches, people did, would gather around. Did he have a uh, like a sound system? No. Just talk. Just talking. I heard about that guy. What happened to him? He died of AIDS. Damn. Sadly, he was a great guy, Charlie Barnett. He was in the clubs too. I remember uh, all the comics kind of lived in this neighborhood. Me, Sarah Silverman, and the night of the Rodney King riots, they were worried about riots happening in New York. So he's like, "I'm going to walk all my white friends home," and he walked us all home. Charlie Barnett. Yeah, <laughs> that's nice <laughs> to make sure. Man, I was in Israel during all that, and the, the Israelis were like, "City of angels, indeed, huh?" Yeah, right. <laughs> I was like, "Yeah, you're right. That was bad." Yeah, that guy was like a mentor to a lot of people, huh? He's just an inspiration, if anything, and a good friend. He had a very positive way about him. Everyone loved him. Yeah. Yeah, it was a sad one. And he was a landmark, a New York landmark, the Washington Square Park. Every weekend, there was Charlie Barnett with a big, huge crowd and every tourist taking pictures, you know. Was he, was he dirty? No. He couldn't get dirty. You can't no, really he get wasn't dirty. dirty. His jokes were short. And very economical, like you, the very few words, you know. And it didn't matter if homeless people walked through, or Japanese tourists, or or cops, or whatever. He he, everyone loved him, and he he had something for everybody. He was great. Man. Yeah, yeah. I just heard little bits and pieces about that guy, but never. Yeah, I'm trying to remember some of his jokes. He's like, you know any? Yeah. Um. I'll think of some. Oh, fuck. Shit. 
Um, yeah. So how often are you here now? As much as I can. Yeah. I love here. Love being here. Did you do it perfect? Having two places? The way you said it once when you were in Seattle, you were like, I didn't have a return ticket. I just looked at the weather in both places and I was like, yeah, mm, yeah New York. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> just like, I didn't know I'd be here today. I was in LA a couple days ago, but then I came to Ottawa for the Blues Fest. Love and that I was thing. like, all right, I'm here halfway to New York. I have some editing to do on my cop roast. Yeah. And it's easier to do that in New York, so I'm here. Why are you other guys here? Yeah. Who'd you see in Blues Fest? Anybody cool? The Lumineers. Oh, I love them. Great band. Yeah. Yeah, I really love them. I really enjoyed their show. They came to my show, and oh. then I went to their show. Yeah. Which oh, you know fun. them? They met you? I met, I was, my, uh, my buddy Mark and I were uh, eating in hospitality backstage, and this guy comes up to me, he's like, are you Jeff Ross? I'm like, yeah. He's like, uh, big, you know, whatever, you're playing tonight, something, something. I'm like, what do you do? Are you a musician? He's like, yeah. I go, what band are you? And he's like, the Lumineers. Turns out he's the lead singer-songwriter. And we wound up hanging out with him all day long. I showed him a rough cut of Road to Roast Battle. I showed him a rough cut of my cop special. And by really? the end of the day, we were like, you know, experts on each other's shit. We're just back at the hotel? No, in his trailer, in our trailers. Oh, hell yes. Backstage at these music festivals. They have sweet trailers. So then by the nighttime, we were friends. We went to each other's shows. And then... Uh, we partied all night, me what? and the Lumineers. That's so cool. It was great. That's so cool. The Blues Fest in Ottawa. Who would have thunk it? I went three years in a row. Did I go with you once? No. Okay. It's my first one. I went with Jay. I went with Slate in one year. Hi. Um, People are saying hi to us <laughs> in the park. It's the cutest little kid. Uh, we did mushrooms and watched Perfect Circle there one year. Oh, that must have been band, fun. Yeah. Yeah, I didn't even know about it. Really? Yeah, they said that Bill Burr was there last year. I was happy to do it. Oh. I performed for the first time ever uh, in the rain while the audience was standing up in the rain in front of the Canadian War Museum. Oh, you performed in front of that place. What makes people in a laughing mood more than <laughs> standing in the rain in front of a war museum? Well, luckily, they haven't really lost many wars. Yeah, I didn't know hockey fights count as wars. <laughs> Get some reuse out of that joke. <laughs> Milk it a little longer. Um, yeah, I really love that thing. I, I remember when I was outside the uh, Cleopatra with you and then um, Wayne Coyne walked by. Yeah. That was cool as shit. And that turned into a whole thing. Yeah, and you met him at a music festival too. And then I wound up introducing him uh, at Oceaga, oh, yeah. right? Oceaga. Is that oh, what it's yeah. called? Oceaga. Which is coming up. Yeah. I'm going again. I want to go, but I'm going to be so busy. You're going to be busy. We're doing the roast battle every night. So what are they air, What are they showing? How are they, how are they doing it? They're we're going to shoot. We did a road to roast battle in four cities around the country. And yeah. that's, that'll air as a primer. Kind of turn people on to the show. Beforehand online or yeah, on TV? Yeah, online and uh, on TV. And it'll air right before roast battle. I heard Big Earl crushed. Damn. Big Earl crushed. Earl Skagel crushed. Um, Dude, a woman in be a there. dress at, during the like day? You looking at that girl in the black? For those of you just tuning in, we're in Washington Square Park, and Ari's <laughs> easily distracted. <laughs> you just Although he up. has no shirt on, and no one is noticing him. <laughs> People are walking the other way. People are getting on skateboards. To other pe- They're st- <laughs> stealing hoverboards to get away. <laughs> it's a beautiful New York day. Uh, yeah, you see some women here, and you're just like, Jesus Christ, this is NYU Central. 
Anyway, so wait, so you're sorry, I'm back, I'm back. So you're showing that, the Road to Roast Battle. And Ro- then- Roast Battle will air the last four days of July, one hour apiece. It's a bracketed tournament, yeah. like March Madness. But the winner, the finals, on that Sunday night, yeah. Sarah Silverman and others are judging the finals. Oh, hell yeah. Yeah. And so I thought it was just Sunday is going to be live. Sunday is truly live. The other nights are on a one-day delay. Oh, okay. Just, just so that we can uh, oh, get so our Oh, so Friday's the day off. Yeah. And then no, you're... Saturday's the day off. Saturday's the day off. That's it. Yeah. Oh, okay. Oh, okay. And then you'll catch up. That's cool. Yeah, that way That'd we can great. catch up and people have time to prepare for the finals on Sunday. Yeah, that's a good idea. Yeah. I'm like really crushed. Jimmy and Carr it'll destroyed be harder, last year. It'll be harder this time. And he's back in the competition. He's doing it? Yeah. Hell yeah. Defend your title. I love that. Yeah. I love that. Yeah, it's I was so cool. worried he wasn't going to do it. He, he, I'm so excited. Jimmy Carr from England won r- the roast battle last summer in Montreal. Dude, it wasn't on TV. Now this will be a whole new level. He won of, Montreal last year. Yeah. He was the talk of Montreal. Yeah. And then completing the championship. Incredible. It was like, you did it, man. You won. You won this festival. There's no award for this festival, but you won it. Oh, I'm so excited for you. That would be so cool. How long has the roast battle been going on? It's going on over almost three years, years now. Three years? Yeah. In the belly room in Los Angeles. Yeah, I love it. It's the best. It's a probably the best show in LA. It's There's so much excitement. Fun. The battles have been so good lately. Yeah, yeah. People are stepping up now. They've seen other people's battles, like learning off each other. I yeah, think. I think people are getting better at it. Just the way you know, we get better at stand up. We get better at roasting. Yeah, but these people are at a whole new level. I mean, just in Montreal, Sarah Tiana, Olivia Grace. She's twenty she's years really old. Good. She kills. Yeah. I heard she destroyed Barnhill. It was pretty fun. <laughs> she just lit her up. <laughs> no, when was that? That was a while know. ago. Yeah, maybe. Yeah. I love when somebody's like, just takes it to somebody. Not even like houses them, just like, I'm not backing down. Yeah, I remember that one. You. It was pretty amazing. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, and Ashley swings back pretty hard. Yeah. It's fun. Um, Let's see. Um, Renazizi. Renazizi's doing it, which is incredible. Yeah. Uh, he's like a great name for Roast Battle. Yeah. I think people are going to be excited to see him. I mean, he's definitely got to have some comeback jokes for the 9-11 stuff. Who knows what will be said. <laughs> you know that's going to be brought up. <laughs> uh, Ralphie May. That'll be a great one. Um, That'll be a great one. Mark Norman. He's solid. He's great. Funny comedian. Yeah. No, Norman's great. He's Sam Morrell. A few times. Oh, great. Yeah. Who else from New York? Just those two? And Mike Lawrence. Mike Lawrence. He's a killer. And a few others. We're finalizing it now. Mike Lawrence is the only guy I know that goes into at midnight, and then they're like, "All right, we have some jokes." Oh no, thanks. Because I don't like to. I'll just write all my own. He didn't even have anybody help him. He was like, "What's the point of doing this if I can't write my own jokes?" He's like a warrior about it. He's a purist. Yeah, I love that. Yeah, he's a good guy. I think he he could. He's one of the few people in this competition I actually think could give Jimmy Carr a run for his money. Yeah, yeah. He's good as a judge too. Yeah, Mike Lawrence, look him up. I highly recommend his comedy. (laughs) Yeah. 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 Just don't look at him directly. (laughs) It gets so weird. I can't tell if it's autism or fetal alcohol syndrome. (laughs) It's one of them. (laughs) 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 He's got some problems. Wow. Anyway, that airs the last week of July. Hell yeah. And you can follow the tournament on on their website. It could be like brackets and a blog, and you can place your bets with your friends. Yeah. That's cool. They cut it down because otherwise you have like you have eight battles the first round. You can't show all those the whole the whole battle. No, 
So yeah, show the highlights and some like fucking the wins. Oh, that'll be great. You'll, man. you'll see most of it on TV. Really? Yeah. Yeah. You sh- well, whatever. That'll be great. We're we're formatting it so that you see everything. Oh yeah. Yeah. So it'll be really fast battles, three or four joke battles. Oh really? Yeah. Shorter You're battles. One rounders. Yeah. It's gonna be like a home run derby. Every round until the final round. No, even the finals. One they round look- for the final. Yeah, that's how it was last year. You were there. I didn't get to the final though. Oh. So yeah. the earlier ones. Really? It was just what didn't go tit for tat and then back and forth again? No. Home runs only. Damn. Don't have time. That's great. That's great. I love uh, when I'm doing the roast battle in uh, in uh, uh, New York. Yeah. And some of these guys are just not as good as the one in the belly room. And so you come in and you're just like, that was terrible. And you're like, well, judges, time to light them up. <laughs> well, when the like- battles are bad, that's when the judges start going in. Oh, yeah. When the, when the battles are great, I hang back. Yeah. I stay out of the way and just try to score it fairly. Like, that was awesome. You won. Next. Yeah. Keep yeah. Going. Yeah. I mean, what am I going to say that they haven't already said? If they're really working on their game. There shouldn't be nothing left for the judges to make fun of them about. Yeah. Well, their shirts and stuff. <laughs> That's what I used to, when I used to host. Potluck. Is that why you don't wear a shirt? <laughs> I won't give you the ammunition. Make you so they have a body of a melting candle. Um, all right. Well, let's talk about New York a little bit. I don't know why. I always they call it the season. city that never sleeps. It sort of does, though. I actually enjoy it at late at night in the summer, walking back from the cellar back to the East Village or wherever, where it's like you see rare people. Yeah. You know? People you don't see during the day. Yeah. It feels a little more dangerous, too, which is nice. Crooks, garbage men. Garbage men. Yeah. I um, took a picture with a garbage man the other day. That was fun. Really? Yeah. I don't know why. I never got recognized by a garbage man before. And he did? It was fun. I got recognized by one. I think I'm going to do a podcast with one soon. Um, all right, favorite places to eat here? Bagel Bob's. Where's that? On one? University and Ninth. Okay. Delicious bagels. Six a.m. They open. What about it? You ever eat at Tompkins Square Bagels? Even no, I've never eaten there. It's my favorite by Tompkins Square Park. Today I ate at Eva's Health Food on Eighth Street. Really good. I know I don't look healthy. You're the least healthy, healthy guy I know. You do yoga. <laughs> You're constantly eating salads and looking for gluten-free shit. Frozen yoga. <laughs> yeah. And then somehow. You got to take, you got, you know. You got to live you gotta your gotta life. You got to try. Yeah. You got to at least try. And of course, the Friars Club. Best chicken chow mein in, in the world. Really? I love it. Matzo brai. For real, they have good food? I like yeah. matzo brai. I like the matzo brai at, uh, it's the only good thing probably at uh, Cantor's. The matzo brai at Cantor's is good. I have it with salami. I put Jewish kosher salami in there. On top of the matzo brai? In it's it? In it. Oh. Weird. No, I've never had that. That's really And good. that goes with jelly? No. I don't like any jelly oh. on it. Yeah, my dad used to make matzo brai and it was so fucking good and you can't get it anywhere and you have it at that, that Cantor's and it was like, oh, this is, that's in LA, but like, this is actually pretty good. Salami in there. Huh. Uh, there's a new pajama place, by the way, near my spot. 12th and A. What is it? Harry and Ida's. And it melts. Really? It is so fucking good. Pastrami. Harry yeah. and Ida's. Yeah. They make it with a little relish on a hoagie roll. It's so fucking good, man, I'm telling you. And wow. not that expensive, too. That sounds great. Yeah. 
Yeah, so I think Ralph Sutton told me, somebody told me about it, and I went in there. And it's, you should man. get them as a sponsor for your podcast. Harry and Ida's. Yeah. That sounds perfect. Yeah. Then they'd have one. We'd be here right now. We'd be eating it. Yeah, as I do this? Yeah. Yeah. Well, my fans hate when I chew on air, but I do it constantly. No, well, they would just have to, you know, we'd, we'd have it sitting there as our end game. <laughs> get through this so we can do it. What do you think of Katz's? I love Katz's. I really, I really like the food there. Yeah, it was the first place I got. Uh, I got pastrami and uh, chopped liver together. I was trying to order half and half. Oh yeah. But they like misread me and they just doubled on top of each other, and I was too embarrassed to say no, no, that's not what I wanted. Because I've so- never had chopped liver. It's not my thing. But it, really, I bet if I was going to try it, it would be there. Yeah. Oh, it goes real good with the pastrami. Huh? You're not a pastrami guy, though. Are I love you? pastrami. What, are you more of a roast beef dude? I'll eat corned beef, pastrami. Corned beef. In Canada, I'll eat smoked meat. Smoked meat in Canada is so good. So good, smoked meat. I'm excited just to go and get smoked meat. Yeah, daytime. I'm going to try to go on Tuesday before everybody gets there, before the lines are out the door. That's a good idea. Yeah. All those things. Let's go together. All right. When are you getting up there? I get a, oh, I'll get up there Sunday night or Monday. Oh, really? Yeah. Okay. Well, I land on Tuesday. I'll go right then. I'll be there want. all week. All the week. Um, you ever get shitty deli food? What do you mean? I mean, like you order something and you're just like, motherfucker, this is just awful. Oh yeah, when you get a corned beef sandwich like on an airplane or something. Oh yeah, <laughs> yeah. Dude, sometimes I'll starve myself. You're like, yeah, would you like the pastrami Reuben? And you're like in a hospital. He doesn't know you're doing yourself wrong. Yeah. Especially when I'm coming into New York, I almost want to like, I'll just be hungry for another two hours and actually get a real thing soon. Sometimes I get a sandwich in New York and I take it to the airplane and I eat it on, on the airplane. And just stink up everyone else's ride. Or yum it up. Sometimes I even get extra and just hand it out. Um, I... No, you do not. Yeah. What do you mean? I'll get like an extra fries for whoever's next to me on the plane or whatever. And you'll say, I got extra for you? Yeah. What? <laughs> That's yeah. the nicest thing I've so ever So I don't heard. feel bad about eating in front of someone. Oh, and who wants to eat that. alone when it's that delicious? And I don't want to have to give them half my sandwich, so here's some cold fries, asshole. <laughs> Enjoy your flight. <laughs> I'm it's a hero a, for $4. Yeah. And they're like, no, no. I'm like, no, no, I got two. Yeah. <laughs> it works. Yeah. I'm all about bringing people together. Food, comedy, brings people together. Podcasts. Yeah. Yeah, it really does, I guess. You should always do your podcast outside, in the park, and not wear a shirt, and call it the podcast. <laughs> I don't mind that. Maybe I'll do that. I'll just have a segment called the podcast segment. Um, what else is the best stuff in New York, deli-wise? Well, there's this place that Atel's been taking me to uh, on the east side, like in the 20s. Where? I can't remember the name of it right now. Really good deli. Oh, man, I'll have to ask him. I don't live that far from there. Yeah, there's another good deli over there. It's just some one-name kind of thing. Maybe we could just ask random people walking their dogs out here. Yeah, you ever sit in here, Central Park, and realize how many people have pissed right where we're sitting? We should be walking around. Yeah, let's walk around. Can we hold this and walk around? Absolutely. That'd be so fun. Yeah. An extension in case we need it, because we have a third person. I just had this thought of like running into a tell here, even though he's not awake yeah, yet. It's that's why made me think of it. Yeah, yeah. Hold on, put my shirt on for this. 
The sun is gone. Bench over there, then? Yeah, sure. We're off. There we go. You mean we're on? Can't believe I missed those people coming to talk to you. I know, they were Roast Battle fans. Not even Roast fans, Roast Battle fans. Yeah. Double perfect. Oh well. You ever seen any fights out here? You know, this isn't a fighting park. Nah. It's a peaceful park. Is that David Cross? Right across. Right across. You see in the ball guy with the Oh beard. yeah, I kinda look <laughs> it's, it's like Black David, like Cross. David Cross. Yeah. Latino cross. No, this is a peaceful park. Tompkins Square Park is more the battle. Yeah. There's less drugs here and more hippies. If that makes any sense. Yeah. You got it. Should we talk to somebody? Not gonna work? Yeah. Fucking fuck. Brought the wrong one. This is weird here, Jeff. I'll be honest with you. What? I don't know. Different kind of podcast. For sure. Once you're set up, you're good, right? Yeah. Yeah, take this one. That's long. There we go. <laughs> there we go. All right. Podcast. Who wants to be on a podcast? <laughs> I would love to see you just light somebody up over here. Look at this guy. Oh, very nice. He's trying to get some. No, you don't. You can talk to him for a while. <laughs> Now we're interviewing them for a podcast. You know who he is? I. You're the roast guy. <laughs> you're the guy on the in front of the fountain in the park. <laughs> Are you guys having fun? Love your stuff, man. Thank, Thank you very much. Man. How's it going? What's your name? Pat. Pat. Why do you have such a long shirt? Um, I'm. I have a weak mind, and it's I. It's so long. And I just follow everyone else's trends and have no thoughts of my own <laughs> that's the reason you got that yeah All pretty right. much fair answer what are you guys doing in the park trying to meet some girls man oh yeah you almost did a second ago wasn't that good i mean be honest yeah. Yeah. Of girls is I mean, kind of like baseball because like you just strike out a lot and then one out of every 10 like you'll get a chance yeah if that you know was that baseball love? you'd be a failure we're on a hundred now, so you're on what? We're on a hundred now, hundred oh. failures. Oh, I'm up to like five thousand. We're pretty bad at this. You know what girls love? Deli and money. What's your favorite deli place in the city? My dad works at a deli, and what? Uh, he has like this place where he uh, it's like an Indian deli. So yeah, it's like a family business. What do you mean? What do you mean? What's an Indian deli? Play like Indian deli. Like we have these pastrami that's like spiced up with like uh, peppers from really? my country. That sounds good. Wait, explain it. It's in Williamsburg. What's Williamsburg? Okay. They thought they could, you know, profit from this by putting, like, you know... What do they put, like, curry and shit in there? In the pastrami? No, no, when you make the sandwich, you put the curry. But oh, okay, 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 okay. But the pastrami is, like, spiced up. Yeah. Hell yeah, that sounds delicious. Hello, lady. Yeah. 
Mike's going around. What's that called? All right. Well. Deli, deli fan? <laughs> if you guys are busy, we'll just, you know, be on our way. That's a good one, though. I didn't think uh, your father would actually own a deli. What's the name of the deli? Where is it? It's called Maharashtra Deli. It's a Bangladeshi deli. It's not Indian. So, <laughs> that's it. Sounds like delicious. Pretty good. Sounds like diarrhea that's worth it. <laughs> Pretty much exactly. <laughs> Dude, uh, nice you made to meet me you. smile like on many dark nights. Like, thank you so oh, much. Oh, thank you. <laughs> All right. That's nice. You, you cut, what did he? What was his move to you to try to get you to hang out with him? Oh, I was I was on the phone and he was doing like sign language. <laughs> trying to like get you over. Man, when guys are trying to get laid, to, like, hook up with girls, it's so like. It's just too much. It's got to be more natural. I'm trying not to get laid. Look at my outfit. <laughs> yeah, you're doing all you can. Bring cargo pants back. Yeah. Lord knows we need it. Uh-oh, we're getting Snapchatted right to Brazil right now. Oh, yeah. America's spying on you. Hello, Mates followers. Jeff, what are your earliest memories of Delhi? Oh, going to the Carnegie Deli as a kid. Really? With my dad and my sister, because my mom would be in the hospital in New York. We'd drive into uh, New York to visit her, and afterwards we'd get to go to the Carnegie Deli. That was your reward for visiting your sick mom? Yeah. <laughs> you know, like, you need some sort of... It just made, it was comfort food, you know? Yeah. We didn't have our home cooking, so we went to the Carnegie, and, and I learned how to eat pastrami and matzo ball soup and pickles and... That's when I started getting fat for life. <laughs> pastrami is so fattening. I should have that on my stomach, fat for life tattooed on there yeah yeah let it stretch as you get fatter yeah um yeah i remember my dad used to go to new york and bring back pastrami and rye bread just loads of rye bread and just tell us like that's more than one sandwich in each sandwich you gotta split it up it's the greatest yeah yeah, yeah you split it into a couple meals hey man yeah. what's your favorite you take the lead i'm trying <laughs> to be better, friendly you're better, you're better bring people over you have a friendly face this guy this guy jumps. He just goes far when he jumps. When he knocked over the garbage cans. I saw people that. skateboarding around. Hmm. Yeah, I saw that. New York's the only place where you could walk around doing a podcast and bump into another podcast. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, I always take leftovers from a deli. It's one of the few kind of restaurants where I'll take... A doggy bag home. Yeah, I would always do it at Jerry's. It's so much. It's yeah. so much meat. You can't even get your mouth around it. Yeah. My Pats new latest too. fixation is uh, uh, the spicy at Canners in L.A. What Jeremiah Watkins turned me on to it. It's called the spicy. What is the spicy? It's like turkey with a spicy cheese and so good. Really? Yeah. Or the Danny Thomas, which is like grilled salami Ooh. with coleslaw and mustard on Ooh. rye. Ooh. Good, right? Yeah. Dude, if you grill a salami, put that in an omelet. By the way, if you can hear this background music, it's perfect deli music. They might be able to hear it. 50-50. Yeah, it is. Explain what the egg cream is to people. It was never my thing. What do you mean? I saw you order it once. You're the yeah, only person I mean, I've ever seen order it. Once in a while, I'll order an egg cream. Once in a while. Yeah. What is it? Just, hi. Hi. Can we ask you a question? You like delis? What kind of deli food do you like? I speak Spanish. Oh, okay. Should we have our translators handle it? (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) All right. 
She seems so happy. <laughs> yeah, she would have been. These guys look like they're in the deli food. Yeah, you guys like deli food? Sure. What's of course, fav- they like deli food. What's your favorite deli food here in New York? Um, sandwich and then salad with a kind of a trussel. Corned beef for sure. Corned beef. Yeah, I'm pastrami guy. How come corned beef? You've just always been into it? It just, you know, I think it was Katz's Deli where it kind of melts in your mouth and you can't get enough. You just could eat like 500 of them, but then after the first one, you kind of feel like you're going to die and you have to leave. But your brain wants more, but your body says, I can't do anymore. There's that moment at Katz's where you're like, oh, I'm done. Midway through the first half of sandwich and then uh, 20 minutes later, you look up, you're like, oh, it's all gone. How did that happen? You You just can't stop. Like, it's like, you know, some sort of muscle mechanism kicks in and forces your body to eat it even though you know it's you know probably not the best thing it's called gluttony it's not a, it's not a muscle memory <laughs> that too yeah. it's a challenge too when they put that sandwich in front of you don't you just feel like oh, you want to just conquer it whenever you're in a deli and you get that big sandwich you're just like I can handle this yeah. you're going to take some home no 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 I got it yeah yeah. yeah. I eat till that. my back hurts <laughs> That's a lot. That's that's pretty impressive. That, that would make you a bit lazy when you take that one. The breakfast would that be okay? Yeah. Well, I'm I'm lazy. He's lazy. Oh, okay. Yeah. It's As called white privilege. Get used to it. So when you're lazy, how do you make money to take care of yourself? I smoke pot and tell jokes. It's oh, that's pretty dangerous. Yeah. Sometimes. Yeah. Perfect for his lifestyle. Yeah. Oh, great. Are you sure you can stay in New York with this kind of lifestyle? Oh, yeah, yeah. Because I can see everybody's hardworking here, making money, and then you're just... No, he's super lazy. He went the other route. I went the other route. And he's super successful at it. Oh. I get paid to work 15 minutes a night. 15 minutes? Yeah. Yeah. Quarter of an hour. That's quite terrible. It's, it's, it is terrible. It's Imagine the American way. To it. It's the American way. What part of the American way? Because I was in Boston the day before yesterday. Really? Yeah, it wasn't like that. What did you do there? Um, I just went to catch up with the summer, go on the beach, you know, you know, go into a boarding. I'm old now. I, when I was starting out, I worked very hard. You now work, I, okay, I okay. still work hard. I'm only teasing. You work hard on occasion. So to give you you a, gear up for a it. A little breaker, and Timothy is from Nigeria, and Nigeria... Yeah. Unless you hustle with every ounce of your body, you don't get to eat. Yeah. What's the uh, what's a deli like in Nigeria? Do they have it? Uh, so like, many things because it's quite complicated. I don't know which aspect you want to know. Do you have lion meat? Do they have lion meat there? Yeah. yeah. Uh, no, in the zoo. No animals. Yeah. Africa, they have killed them completely and ate them up as a meat. Oh, really? Yeah. yeah so we nice. virtually eat everything. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> a lion Reuben would be good. A lion Reuben Reuben would be good. They used to have in East Africa, um, these places were Naimachoma is the name of it, where they smoke meat and they had game, wild game in the parks, but the conservancies made them stop because lions are technically endangered species. So eating them didn't go over very well. You farm them. We can bring them back. It's like kind of an oxymoron to farm a a lion. Yeah. Yeah. You can't put them next to cattle. All right. Well, we'll see you guys at the next Delhi podcast. Yeah, work Please. less hard, Nigerian. Work less hard. Start taking time off. What's your name? Uh, I'm Tough Love. Tough Love? Yeah. No, Timothy Timothy Johanna, and I'm Zach Fannin. <laughs> oh, <okay. laughs> Thank you, guys. You. I'll see you, see you around. Stay healthy. Yeah. Ladies, do you have any? Can we ask you about your deli preferences? No. Nope. Well, All right, we'll go fuck ourselves. <laughs> she, she, she's picked up her pace to walk away from you. God. She looked down wow. in a frightened manner.
By the way, there's one of my favorite views here. It's this will the, work better if we keep them around because <laughs> people less, want to come yeah, around. Yeah. We're here talking to real New Yorkers and tourists. About and a guy from Nigeria. <laughs> Nigeria. About their favorite deli taste. I love seeing the Freedom Tower on that side and the World Trade, or uh, what's it called on that one? Yeah. What's it called? Empire State Building. Yeah, right. Tongue? You ever get tongue? I'm not, I don't eat tongue. Me neither. I've had it before, but it almost seems like a challenge food rather than like... It just like, seems gross. I don't yeah. eat um, the other thing either. Um, what? Uh... Kishka? Yeah. You don't eat kishka? No. Stuffed kishka? It's so gross. Oh, I mean, I know when you know what it is, just intestine, stuffed intestine, but it's, like... I was raised in a kosher catering hall, so I've seen... I saw them make a lot of that stuff. Oh. And, and just, I went... I have, like, Vietnam flashbacks <laughs> about catering hall in New Jersey. And, like, pulling out intestines, yeah. like, walking dead? Yeah, stuffing them. I would stuff them. Ugh. Did you really? You worked there? Yeah. I worked there my whole life. Would you start stealing food? No. The way he gave it to me. It's my dad's place. I loved it. Trying to take the picture. There you go. Here we go. Oh, that's a nice picture. Wait, this girl's in the way. Let me take this picture. Ah, uh, perfect. All right, we got to find somebody or cut this. Who's coming about? See, they're playing all of me, just as we were talking about finishing that whole... That's that song? All that sandwich, yeah. You know jazz like that? Well, this song's pretty popular. Oh. Let's ask these two guys. Hey, you guys like... Uh, you like deli? All right. You like deli food? No. Oh, okay, okay. <laughs> Too many foreigners here. He's like, it's I'm not from here. Part. I'm not from here is... Foreigners' translation of it seemed like the children of the people who tried to wipe us out. Yeah, yeah. You said the Jewish deli, and they were like, "We're not from here." <laughs> that lady sped. She put her head down and walked faster to walk away from you. Like I want no part of this. It's fair, I guess. Mm. Jeff, you're so much better at grabbing people on the street than I am. Really? All right, here we go. Yeah, it's like your strength. The cute dog, sir. Can we ask you a question about your deli preferences? <laughs> it's tough to get good chicken salad in uh, New York. I, Is it I, really? Yeah, everybody tries to put raisins in it and stuff, and too much mayo. So if you know any good uh, chicken salad spots, tweet me. <laughs> Hit up at Jeff Ross. No, real Jeffrey Ross. At real Jeffrey Ross. Um, I'm looking for that good chick salad. Are there Little celery's that, fine. What? Are there things they do better in L.A. than New York, deli-wise? Uh... I don't know about better. They're a little more health conscious in L.A. For sure. Here you can go to like, uh, you know, they'll put like chicken fat on top of the food. You ever go to a Sammy's Romanian? No. Where is that? On Just they, south of Houston? They keep schmaltz. So they keep a vat of chicken fat on the table. Is that the yeah, one just a, south of Houston? Yeah. I've seen that, right? Yeah, like beginning of Chinatown? Sammy's Romanian. I got to go there. So good. Bulls intestines? They go bulls balls? In a I haven't grill. done that. I haven't done that. I've done that. It's delicious. Goes well. Hey man, how are you? Good. Okay. Feel like Let's do one lap around the thing. Okay. Girls, we'll be right back. We're doing a lap around. 
feel like in this city, everyone's bothering everybody. So when somebody's like, I talk to you like a Greenpeace person, you're like, get away, beat it. Not interested in voting. Yeah, I guess. I'll let you jump on it. Yeah, I've never even gotten into those potato salads and stuff like that. I'm just never into it. You like coleslaw on top of your uh, corned beef? Once in a while. Oh, really? I almost always just get pastrami and, and mustard on rye. Huh. It's such a good thing. It's like, if I had it more than once a week, I would start to venture out. Jesus. Now that we're alone, Ari, I just want to say I really appreciate your friendship. <laughs> Thanks. When you're not in front of the girls, it's not embarrassing. Uh, uh, I've this been guy for knows. a while, this huh, guy knows delis. Oh, yeah, for sure. Yeah, I don't know. Can we ask you a question about deli? Deli Recommendations. Food? Uh, I don't know about deli. No? No. no. Well, I only eat organic. Only organic? Only organic. There's no organic deli? Uh, not that I know of. That would be a good business idea, though. Yeah. yeah. A, I think there's one one that might be in the uh, city here. Yeah. yeah uh, so. You feel better eating organic? Absolutely. For sure, right? Absolutely. You don't look better. No, no pesticides, offense. fungicides, herbicides, suicides. Su- uh, <laughs> all the odds. <laughs> That's a good one. All right. Well, have a great one. Okay. Thanks. Stay healthy. Okay, yeah. Bye bye. Not bad. Okay. Some characters out here. It's a lot of downtime in this podcast, I'll be honest. Yeah, I know. Sorry, this is my crazy park. It's more of a stay alone, I guess, and watch people park. Is that the borders? I mean, theoretically, we would have done this at a deli. Theoretically, we could have easily done it at a deli. And by the way, that was, you know. What? That would, we could still, we still could. We still, yeah. You want to go get some food? Are you eating with John? I got dinner plans, but. Okay. Tomorrow. Yeah, I got spots anyway. I'm leaving tomorrow. There's a cute couple right here. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, can we ask you a question? I'll take a picture of you. What's your favorite deli? What's my favorite deli? Don't say New Delhi. <laughs> <laughs> it's actually called Kosa Delhi. It's not from here, though. Where is it? It's in my hometown in Pakistan. This Pakistani delis? Yeah. You asked for my favorite one. No, no that's fine. We like one. that. What, what's good about it? Uh, it has this these really nice fruit pies, which I like. All right. Yeah. Fruit pies at a deli? Yeah. Here, let's take a selfie. There you go. Thanks. I really liked your prison series. Oh, thanks very much. Yeah. He's doing <laughs> with cops next. Oh, yeah? People yeah. will put him there. You should go. <laughs> you should go to Union Square for that. Yeah, probably. Yeah, you're so gonna love cops it. Cops barricaded the whole place. Oh yeah. Yeah, you can't skate it out. Tons every day. Jeff Ross Rose Cops. You gotta check it out. What's yeah, your name? Yeah, we'll do. Ali. Nice Great to meet you. Great to meet you. Nice thanks to meet for you. Uh, talking to us. Yeah, oh, thanks. No Good All recommendation. Right. All right. Next time I'm in Pakistan, Jeff, you gotta go by that place. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> There's not many tours of Pakistan. <laughs> You'll have to cut it into the highlights. Yeah, I'll for sure have to cut this a bunch. It'll be worth it, though. Hear all those different foreign accents. So like, no, be here. <laughs> Free like corned beef questions. Free corned beef questions. <laughs> I like the people who come out here to do, uh, like, learn how to play guitar. 
Yeah. Or, you know, juggling or anything like. Well, because they can't play in their apartments. Yeah. Oh, I guess so. Yeah, you're right. I always thought it was for attention. It's because they get complaints. Yeah. And here, no one can complain. Oh, she definitely. Can we ask you a question? We're, we're, talk, at- we're talking about our best, our favorite deli places in New York and around the world. I'm from New Jersey. <laughs> Don't they have good deli in New Jersey? They do. Um, and Chinese, huh? Yes. Um, they have one in Morristown, New Jersey. Oh, that one's called... Um, you know it? I know it, yeah. Um, oh, hold on. I'll get it. R- r- I forgot. Pizza Place Pomodoro. Oh. Uh, delis. Um, oh, my God. What's your favorite kind of meat to get in a deli sandwich? Pastrami. Yeah, right. Mm-hmm. Anything less best. than that, you're all you're slacking. <laughs> Unless, Unless you're, you're in Canada, three days in a row. Yeah, <laughs> if you're in Canada, in get Canada you get meat. smoked meat. All right. Well, whatever. All right. I'm actually from New York. I started out in New York and the Bronx. And that was my mother's from Riverdale. Okay. <laughs> so they have good food up there. Yeah, they do. All right. Well, thank you. Thank you're you. welcome. I wish I was more informative, but <laughs> <laughs> it was perfect. Um. Uh, more deli in your belly. Yeah, you'd think that a big, big girl, she would have more expertise. <laughs> I know you from somewhere. Yeah, try to place it. Where do you know I'm from? Katz's Deli? Carnegie Deli? Cantor's Deli? I oh think more God. Jewish. I'm from somewhere. Maybe comedy? Comedy. Yeah. You know, just say it. Don't I, pretend like no, you're cool. I, I, it's like slipping my mind. <laughs> he doesn't like seem like he fully knows. Yeah. Well, his buddy Snapchat. I, I know. You guys are so yeah. Yeah. Like I know the face, but I can't put a name to the face right now. You ever watch roasts? Huh? You ever watch those roasts on yes. Comedy Central? Yeah. He's the roast master. Oh. Jeff Ross. Oh God. Oh yeah. You're not gonna roast me, are you? No. <laughs> not unless you're a turkey. This is a deli themed podcast. Oh really? What do you like to eat when you go to a deli? Ham and Swiss. Ham and Swiss. Oh, okay. We haven't gotten that yet. Yeah. Ham and Swiss. That's good. A lot of ham, Swiss, cheese melted. What kind of ham? Tomato. What kind of ham? Boar's head. Boar's head honey ham. Guy knows what ham he likes. Ham and Swiss to me seems like just white trash food, and you Why? don't seem like white trash. I mean, it's it's something. It's simple. It's the it's a safe bet. It's the go to. Like if you're rushing, you don't want to stand and look at all the menu stuff and try and figure out what you want. It's just like the best. Go get something and move on, you know. Ham and Swiss seems like something you get at Seven Eleven pre-made, and <laughs> like a styrofoam like wrap the pizza and like yeah. the, the, the hot dogs. Yeah, no, I totally understand. <laughs> Thanks, dude. Yeah, no. Don't price. forget to watch Roast Battle on Comedy Central yeah, at the awesome. end of the month. All right, guys. Yeah. All, right? All right. Have a good one. What nice. did I just say? Huh? What did I just say? You said don't forget to watch Comedy Roast Central. <laughs> Roast battle on Comedy Roast Central. Battle. Yeah. Roast battle on Comedy Central. That's what I said. That's you could tell buddy. he wasn't taking yeah, it in. <laughs> come here, bud. Come here. Now oh, this guy's coming over. Oh, weirdo. What's up, hey, man? man? Hey, Frost, how are you? How you doing? Good. You're awesome. What's You're your favorite right deli that you eat at? Uh, st- uh, Carnegie Deli. Carnegie. Why? Why Carnegie? I love the Carnegie. Because it's old and there's old Jewish guys there and they yell at you and yeah. it just feels like it's 1956 all of a sudden. There's something yeah. about the pressure you get at the counter. There is. To be like, okay. And no refills on Dr. Brown's. <laughs> He's right. <laughs> Where's Carnegie? 55th Street and 7th Avenue. Yeah, oh, that's why I never go up there. Yeah. Oh, I know that yeah. one yeah. We're doing a podcast about delis. Ah, Sage Deli's good too. It closed down. Did it? The yeah. one on 34? It closed? Yeah, it closed down. Oh. 
Why? Uh, oh, Sarge's. That's the one I was thinking about. That in New Jersey? Takes me to. No, in New York. Oh, no, yeah, Sarge's. 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 But the stage deli in New York closed down. Oh, that's bummer. Yeah. Who's this? Your lawyer? Yes. How you doing? Good, good. I'm Jeff. Hi, Jeff. Should I, should King, <laughs> roast yeah. King of the... Oh, God, I'm about to get roasted. He's our generation's Milton Berle. Wow. Our generation's Milton Berle. Yes. Twice the dick. I was going to say half the Half the, half the, dick. the fame. <laughs> Twice the jokes and half the dick. That's right. That's Please cool. Selfies. Sure. Yeah, take a selfie. Steve, you are? You're awesome, They're taking a selfie instead of asking me to take a picture for them. Good one, you guys. Oh, yeah, sure. It's almost like people don't want to give away their phones for someone else to take the better picture. They want to be able to say they took it themselves. Have a good one. Thanks. Second Avenue Deli. That's Second Avenue Deli. Yeah. It's closed now. It's now on Lexington, I think. Yeah. Well, that guy knew his deli for sure. Yeah, he was good. Uh, I love when people, instead of asking someone else to take your picture, will just be like, "No, no, I'll take it myself." And then they don't. They don't even. It takes them forever. Yeah. Pictures are ruining everything. All right, that's a good lap. All right. What time is it right now? It's a fun way to talk to people. It is a fun way to talk to people. It makes them want to talk to you. I happen to like New York. And the show at the music hall. That is it. That's the episode. Um, thank you, BlueApron.com, for sponsoring this episode. Again, BlueApron.com slash Skeptic Tank. Get three free meals with three free shippings. What? That sounds right, right? Three free meals with shipping included? Yeah. So here's what they do. They, they just come. It comes in a box to your door with three meals in there, all the ingredients. Separate it out. Fucking how to make it. You do need a pan. You do need a pot. You do need some cooking oil. Salt and pepper, too. Everything else is included. Um, it's great. Two meals. If you're a single, you make two meals. And just so you know, really, you can just kill it in one meal if you're high. Um, that's it. Don't forget to watch Roast Battle. July 28th through the 31st. Don't forget to come see me in Edinburgh, Scotland. If you know anybody going to the Edinburgh Fringe, tell them to come see Ari. Check out an American Hour. That's what I'm doing. I'm doing what is an American Hour. Dublin is sold out. Sorry if you didn't get tickets. If you didn't, I suggest you get on the wait list or show up because tickets went on sale a month and a half ago, so maybe people won't show up. Perhaps. Otherwise, make the trip over to Scotland. Come see me there at the Hive. It's pay what you want. So you don't worry about taking tickets. If you want to get tickets, make sure they're only five pounds. You can get them ahead of time. If not, if you don't have the money, fucking show up. Just show up and get a ticket. Sit down. They'll, they'll take the people who bought tickets first, and then everybody else first come, first serve. And it's a pay what you want at the door. The Edinburgh, the free fringe model. 
with a little bit of a reservation process. So, um, yeah, tell people. That's what I'm doing. That's all I'm doing. I'm doing what an American hour is. What an American hour is supposed to look like. All jokes, no themes. You ain't going to learn shit. No sad moments in the end. Just here's what stand-up comedy looks like in America. And not to toot my own horn, but I'm doing that. And I'm doing it at a pretty fucking high level right now. And this special is done. Like, I'm done. I could have recorded it in June. But I decided to wait. Because I was like, well, may as well go do it in Edinburgh 25 times. You know? No, what sense of recording it in June and then fucking... Plus, I bury my material anyway. What sense of recording in June and then... Even if I didn't bury it and then what ran it 25 times for no reason, it's done. So I held off till October 22nd, 21st, and 20th at Cap City um, in Austin. And I figure I'll use this Scotland run to, uh, to, you know, to hone it down some, to, to see what it's like in front of a UK audience that doesn't really know me that well. So come see what an American hour really looks like. It ain't, it ain't witty. There's no puns like a fucking UK hour. We, we're into different things than you guys are into. But this is done. This, this isn't just like, uh, it's, my, it's been two, almost two years. Longer than I would have liked. I had to do all the editing for this not happening two years in a row. So I lost about six months of time for, for editing in terms of creativity. Um, so yeah, come. Tell your friends. Hey, you want to see what an American hour looks like? Go to that. But don't come if you're Christian. Seriously. And don't, t- don't tell anybody conservative to come. Or people who aren't going to fucking just let loose and laugh at offensive shit. I'm not intentionally offensive. I'm not trying to offend anybody. But it happens. I do it. So don't come if you're fucking harumphing all day. Just come if you're cool. You want to lay back and fucking shut your cell phone off and just laugh at shit that you're not supposed to laugh at for a while. And fucking shit on children. Um, Yeah, that's it, right? I guess cats is the other ones. I don't know what I'm, I'm saying right now. You guys, thanks a lot. Next podcast, we'll have Dave Smith's State of the Union. Yearly, second annual State of the Union address will be next week. I might do an intro. It might, maybe it'll be two weeks. I might uh, do an Edinburgh Fringe. No, that'll be a Monday. No, it won't be. Wait, Monday? When do I get to Scotland? Tuesday. No, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday. Okay, no. Next week will be Dave Smith. The week after that will be my Edinburgh Fringe preview with Ahir Shah, Alice Keeley, Alex Smith, and Joe DeRosa, my roommates. My roommates for Edinburgh. I wonder if, I wonder if those British guys from Cambridge and Oxford, <laughs> my young roommates that I stayed with, excuse me, flatmates that I stayed with last year, I wonder if they're just going to naturally and without wondering why or how just start mocking Joe DeRosa. My new theory is that nerds don't act alone. Nerds require bullies to exist. Same way alligators require those birds to pick their teeth, and those birds require alligators to get food out of their teeth. You know? I think guys like DeRosa need people to make fun of them, even though he hates it. I wonder if those guys are just going to pick up on that and start mocking his no shoulders. Anyway, ladies and gentlemen, thank you very much for tuning in. Till next week. Until all the weeks, I guess. No more, no more, uh, there's a last intro from America until September. And it'll be the last, second to last podcast from America, the Dave Smith one, and then that's it. Everything else will be, uh, Europe. I'll hope to get back, uh, um, last year's Shroomfest guy. Oh, Shroomfest was great. I didn't tell you guys about Shroomfest. Oh, fuck. All right, well, this is a short episode. I'll say it now. 
So, oh my God, there's so much I didn't say. Oh, I should have said this in the, oh well, oh well. If you're still tuning in, probably the 12% of people who are, tell your friends. Here's what we did. So me, Kathleen McGee, Ryan, Jeff, Jeff I mean, not Jeff Daniels, Ryan O'Neill from Danish and O'Neill. And uh, is this still pouring? No, it's not. And uh, Matt Edgar and, and uh, Fat Burt Kreischer all went to Stampede in Calgary. Scotty from Yuck Yucks gave us the condo in Calgary. He said, have it, just do a show. It was cool about it. And we did one show and just went to Stampede for a few days. Here was way toned down. They said it went from 130,000 people to, to, to like, no, 100. It was down 50,000 people. So I think from like 80,000 to 130,000. 50-something thousand people. People are poor in Calgary now because the oil industry is bottomed out there. Uh, and also it's raining. But still managed to get drunk and it still managed to barf. Which I didn't want to say this on fucking Chrysler's podcast. We did a live podcast after our show. I got too drunk and we talked about it, but I was still... Listen, I don't have secrets. That's not true. I have a couple, but very, very few. But sometimes it takes me like a little while to come to terms with what I've done until I'm able to admit it. So this was the next day, and I wasn't able to admit it. I got too drunk, I started throwing up. But So I didn't say this on his podcast, but fuck. you can listen to the podcast. Go to the BurtCast, and you can listen to the, the live BurtCast from Stampede. I barfed on a kid. Some kid in fucking cowboy outfit sitting in front of me. I barfed on his shoulder and his left arm, like all over it. It was so bad. It was so bad. When I looked up and I heard it, I heard the mom say something first. Oh my God, I can't believe I barfed on a kid. But that's the pair of spirit of Stampede. So then Bert went home, Kathleen went to Toronto, and me, Ryan, and, and Matt Edgar, we went to Shroomfest. By the way, drug dealers, fucking give us drugs and then leave. This drug dealer wanted to hang out like all night. And then he, then we started, like, we were talking. So he was like, oh, we can't give it to you here. I'll drive it back to your condo and give it to you there. So we do. And then he's drinking with us. Like, all right, this guy seems like an okay guy. And then we start talking about buying like uh, the next morning. We got there that day. And the next day we're like, oh, we're going to talk about the next day getting like cowboy hats, going to a thrift store, getting cowboy hats, cowboy shirts, really doing stampede right. And then this drug dealer guy's like, well, then we got to get you guys at 11. We really got to get up. We want to hit everything. And we're like, oh, no. First of all, we're not getting up at 11. And then, like, you're not invited. What are, what are you talking about? You don't, you're not putting us on a fucking schedule, drug dealer. So I ended up paying him off. He bought me way, way more. He bought way more than I wanted. First of all, I brought Molly, which I told Kathleen I didn't want. I just wanted weed and fucking shrooms. I probably needed a half ounce of each, and that's it. So he bought an ounce of each. And then eventually I was like, dude, how much do I owe you for all this shit? And he goes, ah, 400, but you know, 500, but you can give me 400. I'm like, I'll go to the ATM. Here's 500. And then we left. So I had tons of shrooms, tons of weed. We went to Banff, went to Tunnel Mountain. And uh, it was supposed to rain. It was supposed to rain pretty heavily. So instead of getting a tent, we got a cabin. Way too expensive. Banff is super expensive, but beautiful. Anyway, so we got there. I've come up with a new idea for camping. I came up with a new theory. Usually what we'll do is, all the Shroomfest guys, is we'll get to a campsite. Hopefully, 
you know, no matter where we go, uh, 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 Malibu Creek State Park or, or Joshua Tree or, or, or uh, Sedona or anywhere, um, you set up your tent. If you're, uh, let's say, not, what's the word I'm looking for? Organized, disorganized. You don't get there at fucking two o'clock when you should. You get there at, you know, 6.30. And so we're rushing to set up our tent before the sun goes down. And then the sun's down. Hopefully we have the tent set up. And then uh, we're like, all right, let's take these shrooms. And then we head out. We start hiking. If it's a full moon, that's why Shroom Fest happens on a full moon. You can see yourself. You can see this. I mean, you can see everything. Not in the woods, but out in the desert for sure. And um, you can't see the stars as much. So part of me wants to take Shroom Fest onto like not the full moon. So you actually can see the stars. Um, but that's how we usually do it. This time, and since we're in bear country, we got there at about 4 p.m., checked into our cabin, got there, and then said, let's go for a hike now. And let's do the shrooms, because it's supposed to rain and be cold. Let's do it during the day. If it's raining, no one will be there, and we'll just wear rain gear. And so we hiked around all day. We got there at 4. Didn't get dark till about 10, 10, 15. Hiked around for six hours and got a feel of our surroundings. That's what I'm going to do from now on. You got to feel your surroundings. I got a good walking stick. We hiked way up in the mountain. Got a good walking stick. Hiked all day with it. And I could center on that. I'm like, I got my walking stick for tomorrow. If anything else goes down, if all else fails, I got a walking stick that works. I don't have to worry about that on mushrooms. So I was centered on one thing that would be right. Don't forget to watch Roast Battle, July 28th through the 31st on Comedy Central. 10 o'clock Eastern, 9 o'clock Central. Fill in the blanks for the rest. For the, the live finale on the 31st. 29, 30th, 31st. And Rufa Renazisi, he's up against a really good comic, Sam Morrill. He's up against a really good comic. And plus, Sam Morrill is boring as fuck. So, like, how do you roast a boring guy? It's way easier to roast Renazisi. It's hard to roast some fucking nothing. He's not a nothing, but you know what I mean. There's not much... There's no scandal, let's say. Um, anyway, so we walked around. The next day, we woke up, and it was a Shroomfest miracle. The raining, the pouring, wasn't there. It was fucking full sun. Bright, sunny. I mean, t-shirts. We went out to get, to get uh, wood for the, for, the, for the fire later. And uh, I went there with no shirt on. Sun's out, guns out. It's a Shroomfest miracle. So we're like, oh, guys, let's hurry up. Let's get out there now. We have some, some, some fucking light with no, it's a good weather. So we went out, we bought some bear spray just to feel safe, and we went out hunting for bears and moose and elk and all that shit, and we just started hiking, and nobody was really there, because I think everyone thought it was going to be shitty weather, and we got way out there, and we took the mushrooms, and we, well, first we hiked up into the mountain, then we started hiking down, we found a, a, a fucking skull, we found a skull of what looked like a moose, and some of his bones, I mean, deep inland, it wasn't like washed ashore and, and cleaned, it was cleaned by like critters and shit. And then right there was a perfect spot, and we took all our mushrooms. And then we found a little spot right on the river. It was perfect. I mean, it was perfect. There was a bed of moss, and Edgar laid on the bed of moss and stared up at the, at the clouds. There was a bed of moss. It was an overturned tree trunk that was perfect for a bench. And then there was like a, there was like a little um, sort of a, a clearing that came right to the, to, to the river, to the Bow River. 
And so we had three different spots right in the same area. Moss, bench, river. So you could walk around. There were people not far away, but not close either. I mean, if you walked another 15, eh, maybe 10 minutes, eh, maybe five minutes, driving a straight walk through the woods, you get to like where a path was and people were on the path, but not that many. And only one came right at us. Me and O'Neill were dying laughing at some point. I mean, dying laughing over something. Oh, I know what it was. Super racist. I can't say it here. But, um, but uh, we were laughing so hard. And then some lady comes by. And we're like, oh, hey, hi, how are you? It was just like, and then she went back to the path. And then we just went on more hikes. We went on hikes to the deep, deep woods. As the mushrooms came down, that was the scaredest I was when the mushrooms were really peaking of any like animals and shit. But yeah, you could go to the river and just like stare at the river for a while, get some sun. Bugs left us alone. It was great. I mean, it was great. And then we walked around. We saw, I think we saw a moose. I got scared of everything. I mean, a a squirrel fucking frightened the shit out of me. And we just hiked and hiked and hiked and hiked. We didn't even take more mushrooms. After the first wave, we could have chewed more, but we're like, nah, let's just keep smoking pot. You know? And it was like mediocre Calgary pot, Alberta pot. It wasn't like Vancouver pot or, or like O'Neill can't handle LA weed, but he didn't have to. He didn't have to. Calgary pot was handleable. And so uh, we just hiked. Every time we were like, had the feeling. Here's what happens on mushrooms. You get these different waves. And it's not just waves of like strength of mushrooms. You get waves in like 10 different areas. So you'll get wave of like feeling comfortable with your surroundings and then a wave of feeling totally uncomfortable with your surroundings. And if you just wait it out, like there's periods where you're sort of like gone in your, in your own realm of thinking and you come back and you feel like, oh, should we leave? And you look at everybody else you never take into account that they're fucking zonked too, or rarely do you take that into account. And then you feel like, oh, let's get out of here. But then if you just like, people are like, oh, okay. And then if you sit there for like two minutes, all suddenly without talking, everybody agrees. Like, oh no, we're, we're not going anywhere. We're having a great time right here. And we just stayed for like three, three hours right there. Three, four hours. Yeah, so those waves of feeling comfortable and wanting to leave is, is one thing. So then, there's also this thing where you, so I, I would get up from like the riverbed, you know, the river area, and I would see either Ryan or Matt Edgar. And sometimes you look at them and you can see them just like huddled up and like staring off into the sky. And you're like, oh, you're gone. You're not here right now. And so you wouldn't talk to them. And other times you would look at them and they would look back at you. And then you would just start laughing because you knew you were both back. So you could talk for a little bit, maybe have some nuts that you brought with you or a banana. Oh, that's what we were laughing at. That's what we were laughing at. Ryan, we were, he had a banana and then he like, he didn't know where to put it, but it's the woods and it's a fucking banana peel. So he just kind of like threw it up in the air, like, like straight up, like almost like anywhere is good. And then we started thinking about, we started, to, you laugh at the dumbest shit when you're on mushrooms. We started laughing about how if the banana peel like took root and, and grew there in the fucking Alberta Rockies. And then we started making a movie out of it. Like against all odds, the banana tree has grown and, Northern Alberta. And then if it like killed everything else in the area, so it was all banana trees. So you start laughing and laughing and then um and then you zonked again, you know, just wander off and Ryan would go on a little hike and then come back. You have your home base, you know, you have your home area. You let people wander. You don't be like, where are you going? Just go. Just go, man. You know where we are, we'll be right here. No one's no one's leaving until you're quite, quite sure that the other person or two people are gone, gone. 
You know, like if you're like, we can't find Ryan and it's been a while, it's been like 20 minutes, then you start doing like a radius wider and wider and calling for him. But you keep going back to the same spot, hoping to find him. You keep looking. Anyway, so after a while, then we just started walking around and finally made it back to our tent, to our cabin anyway. At like, uh, we left at like 12, got back at like 10, 10, 15, lit a fire, started raining a little bit, started raining a little bit. And I mean like three, four minutes, a, a nice fun drizzle, which was kind of nice in the, in the weather. Went from like t-shirts to sweatshirts. Backpacks a good friend, friend. And then uh and then another Shroomfest miracle. The clouds cleared and the fucking sun the moon came out and we stared at the moon for a little while. Just a great Shroomfest. Just a great, great Shroomfest. Drove back the next day. No, went to Lake Louise the next day and then drove back. What Pete Johansson said was the most beautiful place in Canada, and he might not be wrong. He might not be wrong. Lake Louise is amazing. In the summer, anyway. I've seen pictures of people building igloos on it. Or little structures on the, on the ice in the winter. So maybe in the winter, too. It was a great shroom fest. It really was. Didn't have any, any real, like, uh, that I can remember, anyway. Didn't have any real, like, I gotta change this in my life moments. It was mostly just laughing and staring at shit. You know, getting some visuals. I mean, I took, a, I took more than I usually do. I didn't measure it out. I just looked like, mm, this is about right. Let me just keep taking more and more. So I took like two, two and a half times what I would normally take. And when you stare at the ground, when you get to that point where that ground is just breathing, just heaving up and down, it's like, yeah. I, I looked at these roots of a tree and the roots would just start growing like fucking, like those snakes, those snake uh, uh, fireworks, you know, the shittiest fireworks in the world. We light a snake, it just grows. These roots would grow like that. I mean, you know it wasn't happening, but man, it was just beautiful. Banff is just amazingly gorgeous out there. Anyway, so it was a great shroom fest. I hope you guys enjoyed yours. But um, the point was, I'll be, I'll be having last year's shroom fest guest, um, uh, what's his name, Craig, Craig Campbell. Hopefully I'll have him on again if he's back in Edinburgh. We'll do something about skiing, like I said I would. And uh, I don't know. Should be fun. Should be a fun time, Edinburgh. So, I guess that's the episode, right? I guess that's the episode. I'll see you guys in September when I get back to America. Um, so for Jeff Ross, I'm Ari Shafir saying so long for Ari Shafir Skeptic Tank, episode 273. Lunch meet. See you guys in the UK.